Yes, Pastor Tyler, can you just say prayer now, please? Thank you very much, Pastor. I'd like to invite uh, Pastor Vincent, please. Pastor Vincent Akonde. Good evening, everyone. I'll be taking my scripture from the book of Daniel chapter 3. I read from verse verses 16 to 18. It says, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If you were t- if we were thrown into a blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it, and he will rescue us from your hand, O king. Verse 18, But even if it does not, we want you to know, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. We can see from this scripture that um, when King Nebuchadnezzar made an image of gold for the, the, the people of Babylonians to worship, and because Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego, they defied the king's decision, as a result of this, he wanted to punish them. But what they did that was right in the sight of God was that they stood the test of faith. In, in times of death, they, they actually put their death, their lives online in this situation. So we're going to ask God that, Lord, when we are faced with circumstances that put to test our faith, either we live or we die, that, Lord, we will, we will serve you, we will trust you. In every situation, we will acknowledge you. We will not bow down to any raving image. Let's give our voice and begin to pray. Father, we thank you, we bless you tonight, O God. That the word says, trust in the Lord with all the heart and lean on the understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct our path. Lord, we thank you in this season, O God. We use the example of Meshach and Abigail, that Lord, in every situation or circumstance that we may find ourselves, O God. Father, we will remain steadfast. We will remain faithful, O God. We will not deny you, my God and my Father. Lord, we pray for the grace. We pray for the strength. We pray for the ability to remain in you, O God. In times of adversity, O God, when when our faith is being tested, Almighty God, in times of trials, O God, Father, we pray tonight, O God, we will not deny you. We will not deny our faith, O God. We will put our trust in you, O God. Your word says we overcame by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony, O God, that, Lord, they 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 did not count whether they lose their life to death or not. Father, we pray, my God and my Father, that in every situation that might come our way, in our circumstances, O God, that, Lord, we know that we will acknowledge you, O God. Father, we pray for the grace, we pray for the strength, O God. Be a rock, be a shield, O God. Be a banner, Almighty God. Father, we pray that your name will be glorified, O God, because we know, O God, that when we stood the test, the, 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 the time of test, Almighty God, victory await us, Almighty God. Thank you for the victory we have in you, O God. Father, we thank you, we praise you, O God. We bless your holy name, the God of heaven and heart, O God. Father, we thank you, O God, you have not left us nor forsaken us, O God, as you have, as you have been with Mishad, Shadrach, and Abednego, God. Father, we ask for your fire to surround us, O God. We ask for pillar of fire to go before us by day and by night in this season. By God and my master, almighty God, we will not deny you, O God. We will uphold the truth, Almighty God. We will uphold your faith, O God. Father, 
Father, we praise and exalt you. We magnify your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. Amen. Amen. Pastor Roger, please. Amen. Um, a scripture will be taken from the book of Mark. Mark chapter 4. In verse um, 7, Jesus spoke about the parable of the sower. But we read from verse 7. We know the story. And from verse 7, he said, Over seeds. A farmer planted a seed and it fell on different ground. But he said, Over seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants, so that they did not bear fruit. Still over seed fell on good ground, good soil. It came up, grew and produced a crop, multiplying 30, 60, or even a hundred times. Then, verse 9, then Jesus said, He who was here, let him hear, let him hear. When he was alone with uh, the twelve and the others around him ask him about the parable. And he says this in 11. He says, he told them, the secret of the kingdom of God has been given to you. But to those on the outside, everything is said in parable. So I want us to pray tonight. The Bible says the secret of the kingdom, you know, has been given unto us. So I want us to lift up our voice and pray tonight. The Bible says the secret belongs to the Lord. The thing that I reveal belongs to us and to our children. We are about to enter a new year. We're going to pray, Father, that which belongs to us, reveal it to us, God. Take us, O oh God of glory and mercy, reveal the new year that is yet to come before us. Reveal yourself to us, O oh God of glory and mercy, and grant us the grace to produce fruit. Because here as well, there are two points here. That, that God, let me produce fruit. Out of what I've been receiving, let me produce fruit and reveal myself to myself and reveal that which is yet to come for the new year. Let's lift up our voice and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, and the Bible says the sacred thing belongs to God and the thing that I reveal belongs to our children, to us and to our children of God. Father, we pray thee tonight by the power of your Holy Spirit as we have been receiving your word of God. Yes, Lord, since we have come, O oh God, into the situation that we are in, the lockdown in our homes have become, O oh God, a better. However, I said, oh God, the secret of the kingdom is, oh God, for those who, who produce fruit. So, Lord, we pray thee tonight, oh God, of glory mercy, as your children. Help us, oh God, to produce fruit. Help us, oh God, to produce fruit. Help us, oh God, to walk in your ways as we see, oh, as we have studied yesterday. Let our heart, oh God, be a heart that produces fruit according, oh God, to the spirit of the fruit of the spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, another. So, Lord God, of glory mercy, strip us, oh God, from anything that can hinder us, oh God, to produce, oh God, Oh God, 30, 60, or even 100 times, oh God, that which, oh God, oh God, mercy you have ordained in our life. For you said in your word, oh God, you are the vine. Yes, Lord God, oh God, mercy, and we are the branches of God. Yes, Lord God, oh God, mercy, help us to remain in you. Let's, tell, let's ask God, Father, help me to remain in you, O oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Well. But eventually, because of this lockdown, some of us have not been in church. Let's pray, God, God, let your zeal, oh God, I have before. 
Yeah, let me remain you. God. Let me follow you, oh God of glory and mercy, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Alone. And as we are going into the new year, oh Father, the Bible says that the secret of the kingdom yes. belongs to your children, oh Father. Reveal, yes. God, that which is yet to come in this new year. But the power of the praise and honor, yes. then forevermore. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Amen. Amen. Pastor Debbie, please. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 4, and I read from verse 39. It's about when Jesus calmed the storm. And after they woken Jesus up, the Bible says in verse 39, it says, He got up, rebuked the wind, and said to the waves, Quiet, be still. Then the wind died down, and he was completely calm. He said to his disciples, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? So in other words, Jesus was trying to tell the disciples that you can actually calm the storm without having to wake me up, only if you have faith. I want to believe that we have faith in this month of fulfillment. So we are going to decrease. We have no fear in us, but we have faith. The Bible says that in the book of Job, I think 22 verse 28, he said, what you decide on will be done. In other words, you will decree a thing and it shall be and light will shine on your ways. So I want us to pass a decree with regards to this virus. We're going to decree that the spreading of the virus will stop and it will be totally eradicated. We are also going to pray that the lockdown will not be extended. We have the authority on our lips. Let's begin to do that. Father, in the name of Jesus, the authority to calm down the storm, Lord God, is upon our lips. If Jesus could do it, we have the authority to do it because we are we have the faith of the Lord Jesus Christ. So, Father, in one accord, we pass a decree that, Lord, this lockdown will not be extended. We decree, Lord God, that the spreading of the virus will stop in the name of Jesus. We decree that there, there will be total eradication of the covid on the air in the name of Jesus. We pass a decree that the fire of God will go into the air to destroy every COVID-19 in the name of Jesus. Father God, we cannot go on locking down, locking in, locking down, locking in. It has to stop. So by the power that is authority, in the power that is in the authority that is in the name of Jesus, we pass a decree tonight that God of heaven, that this virus stop no longer, is stop, is stop. We decree that the, the spreading of the virus we stop in the name of Jesus. It will no longer spread. It will no longer look killed in the name of Jesus. Those who have been hospitalized we decree and declare that they be released and be discharged from their illness because the roots of this virus will die in the name of Jesus and we declare the God of heaven that wherever it may be spreading through in the country, outside the country, we put a stop to it in the name of Jesus. Thank you because Father you have honored our words tonight for in Jesus mighty name we I pray with thanksgiving. Amen. And Pastor Josiah, please. Amen. Let's turn our Bible to the book of I, uh, Daniel, uh, uh, chapter 4, verse 16. Let his mind be changed from that of a man, 
and let him be given the mind, the mind of an animal to seven times pass by for him. Amen. And before we pray that, let's also look at Ezekiel 11, 19. I will give them an undivided heart and put a new spirit in them. I will remove from them their heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh. From Daniel 4, 16, tells us that the for Nebuchadnezzar, a destiny to be fulfilled, God simply removed the mind of a man's mind that he has was taken away and it, it was replaced by that of an animal, a simple surgery. We are going to ask God tonight to remove our mind and replace it with the mind of Christ. Because the mind of Christ cannot be influenced by the flesh. So we will ask God, who is able to do what he has done for Nebuchadnezzar, removing the mind of Nebuchadnezzar and replacing it with the mind of an animal. We will ask him, God, you are able, remove our mind and give us the heart, the mind of Christ. Let us pray. Our God and our King. We thank you, Lord Almighty God, because all powers belong to you. We ask you, Lord Almighty God, in heaven, in order for us to be able to walk with you, to be able to serve you, to be able to fulfill your will on earth. Father, Lord, we need the mind of Christ, the mind that cannot be influenced by the flesh. Father, Lord, in heaven, tonight replace our mind and give us the mind of Christ. We ask you, Lord Almighty God, Help us, O Lord Almighty Father. Give us a new mind. Give us a new heart. Thank you, Lord our God. In Jesus' mighty and holy name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'll hand back over to Apostle. Sir. Yes, we are very welcome again. This is the second day of Victor uh, Night for November the month of fulfillment and if we look at our bible studies from yesterday till 31st of december if you are able to scan through it you will understand what the spirit of god is now directing our heart into now from yesterday today we are looking at daniel and if you look at daniel chapter 1 and 2 mark chapter 1 and 2, which was yesterday's message, and you look at Daniel chapter two, uh, chapter 3 and 4, and Mark chapter 3 and 4 of today, you can see something very, very, um, let me say that, so a factor that is a common denominator of all these chapters, or maybe a few factors. Number one is faith. Number one is faith. Let us look very quickly. I'll go to the book of Daniel. You go to the book of Daniel chapter 1. In the book of Daniel chapter 1, we read the story of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who God gave privilege, having been brought as a slave or as slaves to Babylon. And then God inspired the king to 
as for young children to be brought together. Well, we know that Daniel was a teenager at the time, and Sheila mentioned that Benigo, they were all teenagers. So while they were looking for the children, in verse 4 it says, let me read 3 and 4. The king ordered Ashpenaz, chief of his court official, to bring in some of the Israelites from the royal family and nobility. Alright? Underline that. It says, young men without any physical defects, handsome, showing aptitude to every kind of learning well-informed, quick to understand, and qualified to serve in the king's palace. He was to teach them the language of, and literature of Babylonian. I think if we look at the seminar of last week, something is very strong here, that parents, Christian parents, who give birth to children, and you are raising your children, education is their, is their uh, inheritance. You must know this very, very well. For any child to stand with kings is not by talking. It's not by, you know, uh, you know, uh, big talk. It is by quality and knowledge. And we must know this. In the time of your infancy, you were told last week that you should not allow your children to waste, waste while away their time on television and on social media. Commit the heart of your children to serving God, studying the Bible, studying their books. Because the time will come that it will be needed. However, these four kids were, were among them. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And so the king now said, they should feed them with this, his food. At the same time, they should teach them about the Babylonian you know, history, literature, and education. So that he can appoint some of them. Because they were royal family members, they are expected to be intelligent but then they can now serve in his own real palace. That is brainstorm, but it's, you know, uh, taking the brains from Israel, they are smart guys. Let me put them in position here. So they had all the comfort available to them. The king's food and all this comfort. But if you look at, in verse 8, Daniel resolved not to defile himself with royal food. That is faith. The reason why he decided not to defend himself with royal food is that royal food was a food that they offered to idols and then they give to them. And because he knows that the God of Israel is the only true God, he knows that it is the God of Israel who gave them the privilege to be honored, he decided that he would not compromise his faith. That is number one demonstration of faith in the life of teenagers. So if you are an adult, you must understand this. God expects more than that from us. But the result of it was that they became outstanding because when you, when you stand for the cause of God, God will defend your cause. And then in verse 17, the Bible says God gave them knowledge. Now look at the second learning of faith. Okay. This first scenario I told you is, is to anybody that God has blessed, God has raised you high among, you know, you know the aristocrats and you are now you know, highly placed in the office, highly placed in society and stuff like that. You cannot do some things that those people do. And you must make them know it. Take your stand clean and clear. That, you know, I'm a Christian, this I cannot do. So that they will have the knowledge of it. And you know, 
If you do that, then God will support you. He will now back you up. But in the days that you are confronted with such testing, God will be looking at you to see how you will react. No wonder. In chapter 2, God now decided that, okay, for the faithfulness of these kids, let me compensate them. So he gave the king a dream. <laughs> and the king decided that, ah, what is, what is, what's a terrible dream I'm having? He called the magicians. God put it in his heart to do that. And said, okay, you magicians, you are intelligent people. Tell me my dream and tell me the interpretation. And when God told them to, uh, when Nebuchadnezzar told them, tell me my dream and tell me the interpretation. The Bible says that the magician said that, if you tell us your dream, we will interpret it. No man under heaven can ever tell a man his dream. Because you are the one who had the dream. And the king said, I know you guys now, you are blind, I'm going to cut off all your heads. It is very, very strange for a king who is a world power to kill all his advisors at the time. If the king was normally thinking as a human being, he can't do that. And this is what tells you that God is behind all this. Because the time was come for God to exalt Shadrach, Moshe, and Abednego and raise them high above all their contemporaries. Because they passed the first test when they were teenagers. Now they have come out excellently. Now they have been working faithfully. Now it's time for them to be exalted. So God caused that trouble. So when Daniel heard that, you know, uh, from Ariot, that Ariot, that they are, they are going to cut off the heads of all the wise men, which including them. Look at verse 16. At this, Daniel went to the, went to the king. He told Ariot that, please, don't cut off anybody's head. Give me just tomorrow. I'm going to the king right now. And you know that already in chapter 1, the Bible says that uh, the king favored Daniel so much. So when the king called those magicians, Daniel was not there. And when the king made decision, he did not even remember Daniel because God orchestrated that. So at least Daniel went in to the king and asked for, for time so that he might interpret the dream for him. Now in this period, when a king makes a decree, it is impossible to withdraw it. So for Daniel to now defile it is for him just to get there. And if anybody went there, the, the, the king will say, cut off his head is one of them. So he dared death. That is faith in God. That is faith, total faith in God. And he said to the king, just give me a night. Tomorrow, I'll bring the result. And that is absolute faith in God. God wants us to have such faith in him. Well, if you look at the book of Daniel, I think I was, we were treating that yesterday in our, uh, in our Bible's uh, home group. If you look at the life of Daniel, what can bring a man to a place of such trust and confidence in God that, look, give me tomorrow, I will talk to God tonight, and God will answer me tonight. What can make such a person have such boldness? In relationship, is your relationship with God. It's your relationship with God. I mean, you know, yesterday when I was praying for you, I felt so, uh, you know, emotional that I broke down in tears. You know, whenever I have such an encounter, it's to me like, I wish I can open the heart of people and just put this knowledge of God there. That you can know that God is what He says He is. God is beyond what He even said He is. He is beyond what He said He is. So that your relationship with God will be ultimate. 
deeper than your relationship with your husband or wife. Your relationship with God first and to the deepest you can. God really, the deeper you are into God, the easier you will relate with men. The more you love God, the more you love creation. You cannot love creation if you don't love the creator. Because the love for creation came from the creator. And it is your love. If you truly love God, you cannot but talk with him all the time. You cannot but want to look at the scriptures that he has written. You cannot but watch your life daily to make sure that you don't do things that God does not like. You, will, you, you cannot but, when you have thoughts coming to your mind, you quickly attack it with the word of God to make sure that that thought is not a thought that would defy you. You don't want to be defied. You don't want to be defied at all costs. Relationship with anybody, you, once it's, it's going to defy me, you call it up completely, completely. Because you don't want anything to hinder this, your love life with the sovereign God. That is the heart that brings a man to a place that can say that, okay, excuse me, King, give me one night. You know what that means is that by tomorrow, if God doesn't speak to me, kill everybody. That's what he says. How can a man be so confident? He didn't say, give me 21 days to go and fast and pray. Give me seven, seven days to go and fast and pray. Give me three days. I remember in a scene that happened to me one time. I have just about 15 minutes with you and then go. My spiritual father, Prophet Timothy Obadari, you know, by one way or the other, he had a vision, saw my wife and said, look, you, that, you this woman, she is blind. He said, your husband, you know, where, where, where's your husband? He said, your husband is a minister. He said, God told me that your husband will work with me. That was how the discussion started. And I came and my wife told me, so I said, let me see God first. And God told me, go and see him. I when I saw God for a while, I just said, go and see him. I said, okay, I'm going to see him. When I saw him, and we sat at him, and I said, that why you call me. And he said to me, he said, look, I have problem in my church in England. I was in England, based in England before then. And this was in Nigeria. He said, I had problem with my church in England. And he said to me that, look, I believe that the unction of God upon you is needed in my ministry to help me sort that church out in England. He didn't know I was in England. You know, when he told my wife that God said your husband, he wants to use your husband in my ministry. But of course, before that time, I was part of his intercessors for many years, but not close to him. I'm a very fat tear to him. So you know, he doesn't know me in person then. So there's no way he can know of me except by God. And this is a man that when he says, God says, God, go and inquire. God says, that's it. So I remember that when he told me that, I said to him that, Dad, you are the one who taught us. If God is calling me, if he has not spoken to me, he hasn't spoken. <laughs> he said, what? I said, yes, but you told us. The truth has been examined from two or three weaknesses. And Baba told you too. I said, so, Dad, God is not far. Give me five minutes. I will reach heaven. He said, eh? Oh, and he went into his room. How can a man say to another man, five minutes God will talk to me? It's relationship. It is relationship. There are people who have issues, they say that, like, give me 31 days to pray and fast. You don't have relationship, that's why you are having 31 days. Give me 21 days to go and talk to God. Will you go to your father, earthly father, and have to ask him for 21 days before he answer you? If you begin, you want to ask your early fathers for something, and then you have to fast for three days. He saw you fasting, and then they're, they're lingering about it. They say, ah, 
What's the matter with you? You haven't seen you in dinner table for three days. He said, because I want to ask you for something. What will your father tell you? He said, what is the matter with you? Are you not my son? Do you have to go on this way to ask me? So is the father in heaven. He does not want us to subject ourselves to suffering. Before we ask him, he only needs us to recognize that he is the father. And we have faith in him. And release with him. Not when you need him, you come around and be saying you are fasting and all stuff like that. That's the wrong approach towards God. If you, let me take you straight away to the book of Mark. When Jesus, in the chapter 1 of Mark, you read it yesterday. Jesus went to, to uh, Jordan to be baptized. The moment he was baptized, he was left to the wilderness. He came out of the wilderness. He went to Capernaum. Okay. When he went to Capernaum, he was teaching in Capernaum. Those of us who went to, uh, who have been with me to Israel on missionary journeys, you will remember where Capernaum is. I think I will probably will show you this now on the picture. Okay? We took photographs in Jesus' village. When you get to Capernaum, the gate, they put there Capernaum, the village of Jesus. We took photographs there. But he came back to Capernaum, where he had been. And people don't know him for anything than he's a good boy. But after encounter, you know, of baptism, and then the Holy Ghost came upon him, and then he went to the water and came back. He was preaching, and a demon possessed stood up in the same temple. We went to that temple, those of us who went to the church. That very temple, we stood on the ground, on that same temple. Because they excavated it. <laughs> and it's the real place. When we, when we got there, you know, when I goose people, you say it comes from you for the first time that this is where Jesus stood. And this is where he cast out the demon from the madman. And then the madman got up and said, what have you to do with all Jesus of knowledge? If you read that scripture where he said, Jesus looked at him sternly. That is a confident look. Come out of him, he says, instantly. Demons left. What are you doing for 10 days praying for deliverance? Relationship you don't have. Relationship is what God demands from us. Relationship. You see, faith comes by hearing and hearing and hearing and hearing comes by the word. And the word is the Bible. The word is the Bible. The more of the word of God you have in your head because you acquaint yourself to studying the word of God because you love God. That's why you read the Bible. If you are reading your academics because you have to do an examination, it's because you love to succeed in the academics. And when you approach academics like that, you will see what you don't normally see if you are not prepared for exam. So is God. God wants our heart. He wants our heart. He wants our heart. He wants our heart. So, if you look at that, in that chapter 1 of Mark, same thing. <coughs> in the chapter 2 of Mark, you see Jesus in faith also. You will see the issue of... of um, the issue of uh, the one that was leprous. Same, uh, uh, um, uh, sorry, the, 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 the issue of uh, the, the uh, one that was paralyzed and they had to go to the roof and drop him from the roof. And Jesus commended them for the faith because that is a faith that does not give up. That this man will, will, will defile everything. If we are going to destroy the roof and pay for it, they showed us the area where they believed that that, that miracle happened when we went to Capernaum. That is faith with Jesus Christ. And he said to the man, stand up. And the man was up. The one that has feeble hand on the Sabbath day, he said to him, stretch your hand. And that's it. That kind of authority comes with acquaintance with God. It is a relationship of, uh, with God. And what are the relationships? What, what are the articles for relationship? Reading the word regularly and praying regularly. Praying, 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 praying talking to the Father, following the Father, until the Father will start talking to you. 
When you, you get to a place where the, you are talking to the Father and Holy Spirit is speaking to you, the Father is speaking to you, the Son is speaking to you, you know, you, you come to a place of total confidence. And this is what God wants all of us to attain in this month of November. I remember that. If you look straight away in that uh, Daniel in chapter, chapter 2, after chapter 2, another staggering, uh, uh, you know, information. The dream, you know, he went to the king and told the king the dream, of course. And you know, when he was telling the, the dream to the king, there's something that I picked up, which I want all of you to remember. You know, when he got to the king, and the king, you know, Ariel took him to the king, uh, where in verse 25 of chapter 2, says says, Ariel took Daniel to the king at once and said, I have found a man among the exiles from Judah who can tell the king, the king what he dreams, or the dream means. When, king, when the, the king said, ask Daniel, are you able to tell me what I saw in my dream and interpret it? Now, listen to Daniel. Okay. Daniel replied, no wise man, enchanter, magician, or diviner can explain to the king the mystery he has asked about. Why didn't Daniel just say, yes, I got it. I can tell you. King, do you know why? When you have acquaintance with God, you have relationship with God, you will, you will, you will honor God in everything. You will know that anything that you are, He gave it to you. You cannot boast of what He gave to you. It is Him. Your boasting will be in Him. I say, Daniel replied, No man, no wise man. Don't think I'm a wise man. I'm a foolish man before God. I'm not enchanter, no magician, no diviner, nobody. I wonder what the king will be thinking when Daniel said that. Then the king must have been focusing on him there. Then why did you come to me? He just hit the king. But there is a God in heaven. My Lord, there is a God in heaven. <laughs> you know, a song says, All glory must be to the Lord, for he is worthy of our praise. No man on earth should give glory to himself. For the glory must be to the Lord. Listen to me. If it was some people today, they would say, Ah, oh, forget it. I got it. I got it. Like people who merchandise anointing. As if anointing is what they manufacture. So I even said I've had. You, 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 you don't know what anointing costs me. If you hear any man say that under heaven, Know for sure that he's not talking about God's anointing, but he's talking about satanic power. All of you in the world listening to me. If any man of God says to you that, do you know what anointing cost me? Pack your load out of that place because God is not there. Anointing does not cost man anything. It is God's grace that manifests upon man. To seek God is the duty of all Christians. It's not the duty of apostle or prophet or pastor. All Christians should seek him the way I'm telling you. David sought him when he was a young boy. Jeremiah sought him as a young boy. Isaiah sought him in his very young age. Uzziah sought him at the age of 16. What about Josiah at the age of 8? To seek God is your bonded duty. But grace that comes from God is nothing to boast about. Like some people who say that you have to pay for this, so a seat for this grace, so a seat for this grace. 
They are trash from hell. Satan deceived the church. You don't buy anointing. You don't buy anointing. I'm not saying you shouldn't bless ministers of God. You should bless them. Because the Bible commands you that if, if, a, if a man or a woman blesses you with spiritual, you should bless him financially. It's in the book of Galatians. Clean, clear. Hebrews says it. But to say that, for you to get my grace, you give an offering. You will get nothing. For you to get my grace, the grace upon me, you only have to follow the way I walk with God, which is normal life for Christian to be. It's normal life for Christians to be. My time is gone. Daniel said, there is God in heaven, a God in heaven. I love it when he says that. I never forget this scripture. He has shown the king, Nebuchadnezzar, what will happen in the days to come. Your dream and your vision that passed through your mind. And that tells you, if anybody tells you that vision is from somewhere, it's a lie. It is the mind of man as you lay on your bed at this. The mind of man is where the realm of vision is. It's the realm of dreams. Dreams does not go beyond human mind. Spirit of man is not involved in dreams. It is human mind. So you can see strong faith there. And of course in chapter 3, I love this so much, the image of gold. You can see when Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were arrested that they did not bow their head to idol. Knowing fully well that they will go to the furnace. The exciting thing about this is so much, so many. The king said, double the furnace seven times. Those who took the victims, say that we are going to the furnace, they were consumed by the heat. Again, that tells you that you enter that fire, you are gone. The moment they were dropped in, those who took them there fell and died, but they dropped into the heart of, this, of the furnace. The moment they were dropping in, the king was looking. Three people became four. Hallelujah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. There is a song that came to my spirit, but I can't sing it to you because it's in, my, it's in uh, Yoruba. It's in my dialect. <laughs> it says in the midst of all the storms of life, there is a shelter that is secured. It is the mercy seat. Hallelujah. He will not leave you for nor forsake you. You know, the Son of God did not show up. The even Chetra Meshach Abednego said to the king, verse 16, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If you are, if, if we are thrown into the blazing furnace, verse 17, the God we, we serve is able to save us from it. And he will rescue us from the hand of the king. But, even if he does not, we are not serving him because he will rescue us. We are serving him because he is sovereign God. If we have to die, it's his will. Let me say a story to you. In Nigeria, when Boko Haram was, uh, uh, when they arrested, uh, uh, you, know, you know, some uh, Christians, and to kill them, so a young Christian, you know, they told each one of them, deny Jesus Christ and you leave. And the girl said, I will not deny him. Not knowing that their boss have told them, the one that stands for the faith, don't touch them because their God will fight. So, the one that they threaten her with everything as if they are going to kill her, shoot her. He said, do anything you like to me. If Jesus does not deliver me, he has permitted me to come home. He said to him, come this way. The other one that came, they threatened him. 
And that was said, okay, okay. And they considered to their threat. And they began to read their something. When they finished making her read, they just shot, they, they, they shot that girl to death. And they told the one who refused to deny Christ, go. And they released him. You know, we must be Christians, not by mouth, but to death. What are you going through in life that you are questioning God? What, what is it? What have you gone through? Have you gone through the testing of Job? Have you been thrown in the fire like this? Or threatened that they will throw you into chemical that will just destroy you and take you out? This is the national government telling this, this guy. And these are guys who have been promoted. They are members of the cabinet. And their heads are, you rebel against me in this cabinet. But let me tell you, at the end of it, what did the cardinal say? He said, their king, their God is God. And everybody under his kingdom should, should submit to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And then he promoted them. Your test of faith will end up in promotion. I was going to stop there. You are going to pray to God. Lord, boost my faith up in this very season. Lift up your voice and begin to ask God. Lord, boost up my faith in the name of Jesus. Father, boost up my faith in the name of Jesus. My God and my King, tell the Lord everything that contends with my faith. Take them out of me. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego did not have Holy Spirit. Even if as men, they were so strong in God. What about you and I who have the Holy Spirit in us? We should be stronger than them. Tell the Lord, let my mind be subject to the Holy Spirit of God in me. Let my soul be subject to the Holy Spirit of God in me. Let my heart be subject to the Holy Spirit of God in me. Let my body be subdued by the Holy Spirit in me. Rakabale dosi maye baba. Lord, I pray thee. Lord, I pray thee. Tell the Lord, help me, O oh Lord, in my work with you. That I will become intimate with you. Help me to seek you face to face, O oh God. Help me to seek you more than everything, O oh God. Transform my heart, O oh God. Transform my desire, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, enable me, O oh God. Holy Spirit, help me. Holy Spirit, help me. I want to love God with all my heart. I want to be able to stand and defend the cause of God. Even when God is put on my head to deny Him. I will stand. Father, we pray thee, 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 we pray thee. Tell the Lord, help me, O God. Help me, O God. Father, help me to defend the cause of the gospel. Help me to love you, Lord, and trust you. This is a very high trust and confidence in God. Oh, sovereign Lord, I pray thee. Father, Lord, I pray thee. Help me, O God. Do not let me love anything in this world more than you. Father, that your name may be glorified. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Now, the next thing I will lead you in the scripture we read today is the Mark chapter 4, the Bible of the sower. You know, Jesus began to interpret this, as he said in verse 13. Then Jesus said to them, don't you understand this parable? How will you understand any parable? If you can't understand this simple one. <laughs> then he went for that to say, the farmer sows the word. Who is that? The Lord Jesus himself. <laughs> oh my God. 
or we who are his ministers that we preach the word to you. You know, when we preach the word to you, we are preaching it to ourselves as well. <laughs> because the farmer is the one that sows the word through our lips. Look at what he says here, verse 15, Mark 4, I'm, I'm reading now. Some people are like seed along the path. Where the word is sown, as soon as they hear it, Satan comes and takes away the word that was sown in them. You are going to pray. Father, the word that you have sown in me, protected by the power of your name. Do not let the devil take your word out of me. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, in the name of Jesus, I pray thee, O God, because if it is not possible for Satan to preach the word, Jesus will not have said it. You said that the word fell on the roadside. Lord, do not let your word fall on the roadside in my heart. Let it fall into my heart, into my heart, into my heart. Do not let Satan be able to pick up your word. All the prophecies you have spoken concerning me, all the promises you have spoken concerning me. Oh Lord, help me to believe them. What is written in the Bible, help me not to argue it. Let me believe it, oh God. Do not permit the devil to pick up your word from me. Help me, oh God, that your word shall have place in my heart. Not falling on the roadside that when I hear your word, I leave the place and I've forgotten it. It is Satan that picked it up. Father, I ban the devil concerning your word in the name of Jesus. He will not be able to affect my heart. He will not be able to take your word from my heart. Your word shall rule my heart day and night. Oh, Baralebo Shantaramasa. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Verse 16 says, Others like, 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 others like seed sown on rocky Please hear the word and at once receive it with joy. There are people who will receive the word and say, Wow, what a powerful word! My Lord, this is great. However, but since they have no roots, they last only a short time. They remember it for a while when trouble or persecution come because of the word. They quickly fall away. You want to pray for yourself, Father? Don't let me fall away. This is the one that fall on the rock. Lord, as I hear your word, Lord, and I treasure it, help me to, to water it. Tell the Lord, help me to revisit it. It's the people who don't revisit the word of God. It's on the rock. It will be there for a while, and then it will be here to destroy it. Father, in the name of Jesus, help me to preserve your word in my heart. The psalmist says, Thy word I have kept in my heart that I may not sin against you. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, do not let my heart be rocked. Let it be fertile ground. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray thee, O God. I pray thee, O God. Protect your word in my heart and let them give rise. Lord, do not let me forget your word anymore. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' holy name we pray. Look at verse 18. That is a strange one. He says, Still others like seed among and sown among thorns. <clears throat> what are the thorns? He says they are among, they are, they are sown like, sown, um, uh, among thorns. They hear the word, but the worries of this life and deceitfulness of wealth and the desires of other things come in and choke the word making it unfruitful. These are carnal Christians. Christians that are worldly. 
We'll deal with that in our studies on Tuesday. Come on, let me tell you. These are, these are, these are secrets Jesus is dishing out here. You are going to pray about that. Don't let the world, my love for the world, don't let it take away your gift from me. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Lord, take away. The Bible says, he, he that loved the world, the love of God is not in him. He says, because of the love of the world, he has mentioned that they are the fruits of the devil. And he says that those who love God, they have educated themselves with the spirit of God. They never love the world. Father, Lord, take away the love of this world from me. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 12, Verse 1 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, that you present your body a holy sacrifice unto God. Yes. And it says in verse 2, do not conform any longer to the pattern of this world. Pray and say to God, take worldliness away from me. Do not let worldliness be in my heart. Don't let it gain ground in my family. Don't let it gain ground in my church. Don't let it gain ground in my house. Let there be fear for God. Let there be fear of God. Let there be fear for God. Let there be dread of God. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Do not let the world system excite me or impress me. The system and pattern of this world. Don't let me be caught up with the exuberance. It is doubling of carrot by Satan. It is a deception from hell. Oh Lord my God, help my heart, help my mind, help my heart, help my mind, help my heart, help my mind, that I will not be interested in the ways of this world. We saw that it is of the devil. I will not behave like worldly people. Worldliness has entered the church of God from pulpit to the pew. Don't let me be a victim, oh God. Don't let me be a victim, oh God. Don't let me be a victim, oh God. Don't let the devil deceive me or my offspring. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. And finally, in that it says in verse 20, Other, other seed, like this, others, like seed, sown on good soil. That would be your portion. They hear the word, accept it, and produce a crop. Starting fold, 60 fold, 100 fold. Now you want to tell God you want to produce 100. You don't want to present 30. If you had 100% given to you, you don't want to come out with 130%. You want to come out with 160%. You want to come out with 200%. You are going to tell the Lord, everything you deposit in me, help my heart to develop them. Help my body to respond to this. Now begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Oh Lord my God. Oh Lord my God. Every word you have spoken to me. Help my heart to produce them. To develop them. Hundredfold. Hundredfold. No thirtyfold Lord. No sixtyfold for me. I don't settle for thirty. I don't settle for sixty. Hundredfold Lord. Hundredfold Lord. Hundredfold Lord. Let me produce O God. Let me produce O God. Let me produce O God. Your labor over me. Don't let it be in vain. Lord Jesus. All your labor and effort over me. Don't let it be in vain. Father help me. Lord help me. Father help me. Lord help me. Oh Rikabare Moshikaramasa. Pere Loborodi Marikaburi Yamasi. Father Lord help me. Lord, help me that I will produce your word. I will produce your word. Thank you, sovereign Lord. Blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying with us. Before I lead you further in prayer, and we are going to bring our ministry close, I want to address all of you, you know, who have been appointed again and again to pray. And if you are a member of Christ's Tabernacle, our policy in Christ of Manacle is that we educate our members by inviting them to buy pulpits so that they stand where I stand and they lead prayer. There are many Christians where their spiritual father, where he stands, nobody gets there. 
It's not so here because when Jesus appeared to me, one of the things that he told me was to look at him as a practical example. And I saw that Jesus was a man, as a man, being the Savior himself, he was among his people. And because he was among his people, that developed confidence and trust in them. And anything Jesus did, he did it as, as, a, as a professional teacher. That's why they called the, the disciples disciples, which comes from the word mathesis, which means an apprentice. So an apprentice is somebody who is learning under a, a technocrat who will teach and then will get you to do the assignment. And that's what I see the church. So I believe very much that our pulpits will open it up for children. Sometimes we call children to come and lead prayer, to come and share the word as God has given them. So that they will, they, my members will go with confidence. They will not think that my God is different from their God. It's our Father. They will go with confidence. That does not make people disrespect you at all. It does not make people strive against you at all. It only makes people have confidence in you that you are following the path of Christ. That's what we do in CFT. However, I want to say to you that emulate me the way I lead prayer too. When you are told to lead the prayer, you are not told to preach. There are two different things. When you are told to lead the prayer, take a prayer point. If you are giving a summary about what led to it, we know the story already. Especially when it comes to things that all of us have read in the week. When you read the story, you don't need to, you know, you know, start an exegesis on that. No, 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 no. Let me give you an example. When I'm living in prayer now, I read from the book of Matthew. I read from chapter 4, 4, 4, 4 from verse uh, um, uh, 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 13. But if you look at each of the scriptures that we are praying, I read the scripture, saw like, like in verse 15, it says, some people are like seed along the path. Where the word is sown, as soon as they hear it, Satan takes it away from them. So what do you do? What is the prayer point from that? You don't need to explain that. We had it. You don't need to explain it. The prayer point from this is because we have, a, a, if you want people to pray with commitment and, you know, without being disfocused, many people cannot pray more than three, three minutes. They'll be disfocused. Two minutes is very much effective in the particular aspect of prayer. But when you pray, as well when you have a number of prayers to cover, so two minutes will be very, very effective. So if you explain what you want to explain or just read the scripture with explanation for one minute, then they have just two minutes to pray. And you discover that they will pray very, very effectively. And you too will pray effectively. And when you introduce the prayer, as they are praying, you are still reading those scriptures to guide and compass their prayer. That is what the Bible says, that they raise their voice together in one mind or with one voice in the book of Acts chapter 4. So, you need to recognize this, that you are not to come and teach when you are told to pray. It's not teaching. When we, we ask you to come and share the word of God, then you can begin to read all manners of stuff or read a story or epistle. But when we tell you to come and pray, we don't expect you to do that. We expect you to look at the scripture and pray just the scripture. If you look at the way I always deal with you, and I'm going to take you through a journey now. I always read a scripture to you, and then tell you what point are we praying from this scripture. What that means is that I myself, I have waited on God before coming to you. To read the scriptures and know what I want to read. It's not when you are told to come and pray that you are looking for a scripture. No, 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 no. When you are reading every day, I've told you, mark prayer points. Every one of you should do it. Mark prayer points. Write it down. So when you have told, if they tell you just on live program, I say that, Brother, such and such, or pastor, this, or elder, this, or dignity, this, and such. Lead us in prayer. You just bring your prayer point for that day. That tells me that you are current. 
Anyone that when they tell to go and uh, to lead prayer and you have to be looking for prayer somewhere, it's because you are not current. But when you read the Bible daily, which you are doing in CFT church, we read Bible daily. When you read Bible daily, you are reading it as a mirror. That's what the Bible says. Which means that you are looking, you are enjoying the story. You are seeing how, you know, it's done. <clears throat> and out of the challenges of how those things are done, Holy Spirit will inspire you what to pray that you can become like that. Or you will see what they have done wrong. And Holy Spirit will inspire you that what to pray that you will not fall a victim. And you can see how Jesus now, we're looking at Jesus and those who move in power, like Daniel and so You will see a lot of prophetic in them. Those are the focus that will give you an inspiration. You will imagine your Bible. So when they say pray, come and pray, you open it straight away and you go for it. They will get it now. So when we are told to come and lead prayer, please, I will not, if any one of you is reading, and I'm, I'm here, of course, with you all the time, I just keep, I, I mute myself. I won't mute myself anymore. The moment you are too long in your talking, I will, I, will, I will unmute myself and I will start praying. Because once you have started, within the first sentence or two you made, we have got the prayer points. I will get now. And so when I come into your midst like that and you are, you, you are telling, so I will start praying. When I start praying, what you said is what I'm praying, then you keep on praying. You keep on telling us more things to pray. So that as you are speaking, we are praying. But you are leading us in the prayer point. I will get that. And when we are looking at prayer points also, we don't have to go from one scripture to the other. You will be confused. And you may confuse the people who are praying. Because if you take a scripture where the prayer point is, that is what you tell us to pray. Don't cite references. Because that is preaching. If you are now having references to see, after bringing your request on that prayer point, and we start praying that prayer point, you can now begin to tell us those references. And those references, you are telling us, pray about this too. According to the book of Psalms 34 verse 6, it says this and this and this, and our prayer will be guided by those references. That is the way we should do it. And that is spiritual way. That will be very effective. Are we together? You know, when people are praying, and they are, they are, they are very much hot, if you stop and then talk stories for a while, you calm their spirit down. That's not good. We should go from high to high to high. If it's possible, as we are praying for somebody, another person takes it over and begins to lead other prayers. But if the prayer is not in line with that, as the, 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 the other prayer is a new, a new area of focus, that's why you stop the first prayer and then introduce the new focus. But it's good to read the scripture. Have we read the scripture? And from this scripture, shall we just pray? Now, look at the book of Revelations, chapter verse 1 and 2. It says, After this I looked, and there before me was a door standing open in heaven. And the voice I had had speaking to me like a trumpet said, Come up hither, and I will show you what must take place after this. At once I was in the Spirit, and there before me was a throne in heaven with someone sitting on it. Now we're going to pray from this scripture. Two major things are struck here. I saw. That's the first thing. Number two, a door opened in heaven to my side. And number three, the throne of God was before me. So we're going to pray now. Lord, open my eyes. Let me see. Open my eyes into the realm of prophetic. Let me see. As you visited John, visit me, O God. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Open my eyes as you open the eyes of John that I may see. Lord, let, let what you are doing cast my attention. Tell the Lord. Moses saw the burning fire and it caught his attention. That's why God could reveal to him. 
pray and tell God, let what you are doing catch my attention. Let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see to the realm of the spirit. Let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see to the realm of the spirit. Oh, sovereign Lord, cut me out from the realm of the earth. He said, the word said, come up here there. Ezekiel also was, was, saw the throne of God. And God said, who shall I, who shall I say? He was caught up in the spirit. Ezekiel was caught up in the spirit. Isaiah was caught up in the spirit. Father, Lord, cut me up in the spirit. Let me have the same encounter. Let me have the same encounter of being in the spirit in the day of the Lord. Father, open my eyes to see. Open my eyes to see. I want to hear the voice of trumpet. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, in this very season that we are, that your name may be glorified. Thank you, sovereign Lord. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Now we are going to pray just the scriptures that God gave us for this very month. The book of Isaiah chapter 55, I read from verse 9. It says, as the heavens are higher from the earth, so are my ways than your ways. Are my thoughts than your thoughts. And then it says, as the rain and snow come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it born and flourish. So that it yields seed for the sower and bread for the, food, for the eater. And verse 11 says, so is my word. That comes out of my mouth, it will not return to me empty, but will accomplish the purpose, what I desire, and achieve the purpose. We're going to lift up our voice. This is the month of fulfillment. This is the scripture God has given to us. First thing we want to pray. God, remember your word concerning me. Remember your promises concerning me. Remember my prayers unto you. According to your ways, astronomical way and thought, bring fulfillment to me. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. Our God and King will pray thee. Lord, you send your word when you send it. It goes out of your mind, it does not return back. This is the month of fulfillment. This is the word you have given to us. Let your word be fulfilled in my house. Let your word be fulfilled in my life. Let your word be fulfilled in my family. Let your word be fulfilled in my church. Oh Lord, my God, let your word be fulfilled. The promises you have made, bring them to fulfillment. Bring them to fulfillment. Oh God, we pray thee. Oh God, we pray thee. All promises you have made me, bring them to fulfillment. Let them accomplish your desire. Let the desire of your word be manifest in me. Let the purpose for which you sent your word stand before me. Oh my God and King, let your word overthrow every word. Let your word overthrow every counsel. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Remember your word, O God. Remember your promise, O God. Remember your word, O God. Remember your promise, O God, and fulfill them in my days. That your name be glorified. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Now open that your Bible because you are going to pray now. I will, I will not direct you on this. If you hear what I'm saying, you can say it. We want to pray prophetic. Prophetic prayer is you are declaring the promise to yourself. Let me give you an example. In verse, verse 12, it says, You will go out in joy. You will say to yourself, Alfred, you will go out in joy. Or I will go out in joy. I'll be left for in peace. And you must speak this with confidence because this is what will happen to you. I remember one of the leaders who led you to pray to decree over COVID-19 and decree against the fact that we will not, the lockdown will not exceed the time that they have said it now. Because lockdown is not good at all for any country. It cripples so many lives. It, it shatters so many lives. Many people become jobless, hopeless. So the place to have some people commit suicide. It's not the solution. 
Are we together now? This is, lockdown is not a solution. It is just because if you lock down, if lockdown is a solution, when you lock down, then when you open, it shouldn't happen again. Mm-hmm. But it's not a solution. The solution is far-fetched. Lockdown is just a control for a short period. Are we together now? And it's not good for it to go too long because of many people who, who job will be lost and many people will become miserable. So it's a good thing to decrease such a decree. But now you are going to, you are going to, you are going to prophesy to yourself. You will prophesy this scripture, Isaiah 55, verse 12. Isaiah 55, verse 12. That's the last prayer for this session. It's prophetic prayer, prophetic declaration. It's when you read the scripture and you put your name in it and speak it to your life. The other one is the prayer of decree. When, when you take authority and speak things to be, that's prayer of faith or decreeing it. But this one is prophetic prayer. I'm sure you have opened it now. Begin to declare. I will go out in joy. Lift up your voice and begin to pray. I will go out in joy. I shall be left forth in peace. The mountains and the hills will break forth. It will burst forth before me. All the trees of the field will clap their hands before me. Instead of thorn bush, it will grow for me pine tree. Instead of brows, it will grow for me muzzle. For the very mouth of the Lord has spoken. Mountains before me shall be a level ground. Begin to speak into situations. Declare over there. Double doors shall be opened before me. The Lord shall raise up my righteousness to subdue nations. Double the gates of bronze shall be cut through. Bars of iron destroyed before me. Every limitation around me shall be taken away. By the hand of the Lord. Because it is the word of the Lord. I prophesy to my life. There's your increase in the name of Jesus. I prophesy to my life. Spirit of counsel, knowledge, wisdom, understanding. Power, victory. I prophesy into my home. Mambra, Londe, peace of God, not knowledge of God. Rika, Tambra, Lito, prophesy whatever you want for you from the Lord. Speak it to me this very this very month that this is what will happen to you. Begin to say, begin to say, God shall be open for me. Favor shall be granted me before man and for his holy agent, according to the word of the Lord. My gates shall stand open. I will increase in the knowledge of God. Grace of God will come upon me. Mercy of God will surround me. Power of God will be around me. Glory of God will be within me. The very mouth of the Lord has spoken. He said the word that came out of my mouth will not return. He has said it. I shall be the wall of fire around him. And I shall be the glory within him. Lord, I thank you. I bless you, Lord. I bless you, Lord. I will be blessed in my going out. I will be blessed in my coming in. Blessed is my body and all the food that came out of my body. My descendants shall stand in the presence of the Lord. Begin to make declaration. My children will serve my God. The word, the Spirit of God upon me and the word of God upon my mouth shall not depart from the mouth of my children and my descendants forever. In the midst of chaos, there shall be peace among us. In the midst of scarcity, we shall increase with abundance. In the name of Jesus. In the days of plague, we shall be protected by the hand of God. Because Bible says, He who dwells in the shadow of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Thank you, Father God. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying. Let me pray for you. Father, I pray for everyone under my voice. Thank you for their lives. Yes, Lord. Because having gone to their business in the day, they have come in the night to acknowledge you the king of heaven. Mm-hmm. And you promise, whoever acknowledged you before men, you will acknowledge before your holy angel. Mm-hmm. Everyone under my voice today, I say before sunset tomorrow, 
God will confirm his acknowledgement of you. Amen. Whatever be an issue of your life, because you have come to intercede for people, for nations, I say, the ministry of Holy Spirit, which is intercession and Jesus Christ for us. Holy Spirit teaches us how to pray. Jesus intercedes for us. I say that ministry of Jesus Christ over you shall never be in vain. Amen. This is your month of Amen. fulfillment. You will be fulfilled. Amen. I say you will be fulfilled. Amen. In everything, everything that you are seeking heaven from heaven, from everything that you are seeking from the Father, from everything that you are still asking God, how long will I wait? I decree in the name of the Lord. Your waiting period is over. In this month of November, it shall come to pass that you shall be fulfilled. Amen. I say it shall come to pass that you shall be fulfilled. Amen. I say it shall come to pass that you will be fulfilled. Amen. Anyone that is sick in, under my voice, you are discharged from your infirmity. Amen. Every sickness, I curse you from your root to die. And I decree by decree of heaven, from the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, that healing virtue, that heal the woman with the issue of blood will pass into everybody Amen. and heal you of infirmity. Destroy sicknesses in you. Amen. You will be among those who will celebrate fulfillment in the month of November. Amen. Areas of your expectation shall be realized. God will fulfill your expectation. He said, for the Lord will provide unto us, He will give unto us, uh, 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 he will do unto us according to his, 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 his riches in glory. He will do beyond your, your desire and what you ask. And so, in accordance with the word of God, in his glorious power and his glory riches, he will meet up with your need. In the name of Jesus. Every day of November shall bring celebration to you. He will move you forward on a daily basis. In the night and today, it shall be your shield. It shall be your fire around you. It shall be the glory within you. Powers of hell will see you and they will see fire. Whether you are sleeping or awake, it shall be so. Fire of God will surround the whole of your environment. All the arrows of Satan will fail over you in the name of Jesus Christ. They will not be able to affect or penetrate in you. The one that is in your body, I cause every arrow of Satan in human body to die in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. And their venom be sucked out by the blood of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Every pain, every bacteria that is not, that, that causes harm into people, I command it to be a consumed with the suffer of God in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen. Every virus that is causing sickness, I command that it be consumed with the suffer of God in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You are made whole from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. I command your old strength and the spirit to restore back to you in the name of Jesus. As the Bible says in that mark that we read, that Jesus often went out to a solitary place to pray. May the Lord empower you to be able to pray alone. We pray together now. But what about when you are alone? Receive unction tonight to be able to pray when you are alone. Even more powerfully than when we are together. May the Lord increase you. May the Amen. Lord grant you mercy. Amen. Those of you who have your birthdays today, God will open a book of remembrance concerning you. Amen. And it will fulfill your days. The Lord will grant you long life and prosperity. And he will grant all the good desires of your heart. Amen. Those who are having their wedding ceremony, anniversary too, may the Lord bless you. Amen. May the Lord increase you in the riches of this world. Amen. Everything you need to enjoy your life, according to Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 9, Amen. receive them in the name of Amen. Jesus Christ. Father, we bless and glorify your holy name for all that you have done for us. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are praying with us. Stretch your hand before the Lord. I speak a blessing upon you. May the Lord answer you when you are in distress. Amen. May the name of the God of Jacob protect you. Amen. May he send you help from the sanctuary Amen. and grant you support from Zion. Amen. May he remember all your sacrifices 
and accept your bond offerings. May he give you the desires of your heart and bring you provision concerning your visions and plans Amen. and make your plans succeed. Amen. We will all shout for joy when we are victorious and we lift up our banner in the name of our God. May the Lord grant all your heart desire. The Amen. God of Abraham that appeared to him in better, the God of better, who confirmed his covenant with Isaac, the God of better, who fulfilled his covenant with Jacob, and with you and I in Christ Jesus. May he look at all the requests of your heart and all pending requests and fulfill them. You will not carry over among all what you are asking God into New Year. Everything shall be manifest for you as you are asking him in this very year. And your mouth shall be filled with laughter and your tongue with songs of joy. Amen. So shall it be unto you and so it is yeah. as you have asked it in Jesus' sovereign name. Amen. 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 And amen. Pastor Tyre, please announce